It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, Real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. The Washington Wizards lose to the Dallas Mavericks at home, 130 to 117. Uh, but Bilal shows some flashes, and we're going to recap the game. Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, so we're just going to start off with the uh, with recapping the game. Uh, Brandon, there's a lot that went wrong, but... Where did you where did you see the Wizards go wrong in this game? <laughs> where do you start, man? Um, defense abysmal, man. Mm. It's been our calling card for a minute, man. I mean, defense we can't defend the three. Let's look at the stats. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. got thirty one points and was not even a starter. I mean, he shot seven for eleven from three. Perimeter defense was just terrible. They got so many open looks, bad rotations, no communication defensive end, can't guard the paint. Just defensively, we were just a defensively abysmal team. It was just hard to watch. I mean, Derek Lively in the interior, man, 17 points. Um, you could say he outplayed Gaff. Now, is everything on Gaff? No, not not at all. Um, I mean, if you look at rebounding, we were about even. But they had more high-impact rebounds. So it's just, again, rebounding. Again, I just mentioned right there. Rebounding was an issue. Um, I mean, yeah, we tied them, but <laughs> I mean, you know, we continue to give up a lot of offensive rebounds. I mean, it's just we extend possessions for teams, and it always ends up being a three. You know, it's just it was hard to watch, man. Defensively, we're just a really bad team. We're just really bad. You know, we don't communicate on the defensive end. There's no leadership in the defensive end. We 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 have we're slow in rotations, rotating out the guys, slow and closing out on shooters. We're just there's <laughs> nothing positive to say about their defense. It's abysmal, and this was without Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I mean, this is without Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I mean, their highest scorer was a bench player, you know, Tim Hardaway, which I don't know, he has a history of starting for them. So, you, but we, we knew going in that we predicted you need to defend the perimeter because this team is what number one in the NBA in three pointers. Right. So we knew what the MO was with the, the Mavs. I mean, Luca, Luca's going to be Luca, man. I mean, there was a couple of those uh, deep threes that he makes, he makes them look like they're <laughs> at, a, at a free throw line. You know what I mean? He's right. just, I mean, he had a one um, three pointer way out there. My wife looks at it. She said, "Good God!" I said, "Look, that's Luca." I mean, Luca's just Luca, man. So you really don't stop Luca. You try to slow him down, but Luca's going to do what Luca does, man. But if I have to attribute the loss to a statistic, is defense. I mean, we're just we're terrible at defense. We're just, we're not even close to being good at defense. I mean, we're just there's no effort, there's no pride, there's no like I said, 
rotating is slow. There's no effort. It's just it's hard to watch, man. So defense is what I'm rolling with. Mm. Yeah, I, it's it's hard not to agree with you at all. 110 agree with your assessment for sure. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. seven threes. You're not going to close out close out on. They might as well just start a phase guarding him because he was just so hot. He did hit up some threes. He did hit some threes off the dribble as well, which is which were some tough shots. The most disappointing point. The, the most disappointing part is really just the points in the paint they allow. They they allow 52. And the Mavericks allow 56, but at the same time, just seeing Derek Lively get three lobs in a row, three easy alley-oops. Uh, Gafford did give up some offensive boards to Derek Lively as well. I was disappointed in seeing that happen, but uh, Lively, it was a layup line. We didn't get back on defense. We let Grant Williams get a wide-open layup. We let Derek Jones Jr. get a wide-open dunk, dunk in, the, in the transition pass or on the transition play. We let Derek Lively get a couple of nasty wide-open dunks as well. So um, the defense, yeah, everybody out there is playing, you know, cone defense turnstile defense, not knowing their personnel, not getting out to shooters. We allowed Derrick Jones Jr. to hit two threes to open up the game. Luka Doncic was just a surgeon out there, just quarterbacking, getting guys open, getting guys open looks. Like you also brought up no Kyrie. You know, he was on the bench with the uh, feather earring in his in his ear. And um, we, we just couldn't get any stops. And, and we you brought it up again as well. We talked about it last night in the preview that they're the best three-point shooting team in the league. They get up a lot of threes. Luka gets up a lot of threes. Derrick Jones, Grant Williams. Tim Hardaway obviously shot 11 threes tonight alone. They get up a lot of threes and they want to push the pace and they want to run, you know. So, and uh, in, in Coos and Poole, they certainly struggled tonight. We're going to talk about them, talk about them a little bit later. Unfortunately, Jordan Poole got booed. It's getting to that point right now where the home team, the home crowd is booing him. Uh, so <laughs> it, it's not looking too great there. But uh, yeah, defensively, I mean, once again, I get it. We're trusting the process. Supposed to be rebuilding, trying to get the best draft capital. I get it, but sometimes you just want to see—not sometimes you just want to see competitive basketball and effort. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't be giving up 130 points at home, and they really shouldn't be letting people just have a layup line. And that's that's what it looked like tonight, and just wide open three point contest out there. So uh, that, that's certainly what it looked like at times. There were some flashes from young guys like Blau. I thought Denny showed some flashes here and there, but um, they just they just couldn't stop anybody tonight, and they. The same thing with the Raptors. They weren't able to stop Pascal. They didn't give up a bunch of threes like tonight, but uh, defensively, it, it was it was it was hard to watch. They lost by they were down by twenty seven at one point. And then they came in, put some of the bench guys in once again, and they they cut the lead down. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a pr- pretty pretty simple loss. I'm looking at Seth Curry. He went six for six from the field, two for two from the three point line. He had a flawless night tonight as well. So um, yeah, just defense. <laughs> yeah, definitely defense, man. <laughs> you said Kyrie on there with his little earring, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, and I see like, your Jordan Poole jersey. Yeah, oh, jersey. it came in. It, it came in a day, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you never hit nail on the head, man. I mean, it's just a layup line. I mean, just abysmal in the, in the interior. Anybody can come in to score anytime they want. I mean, they close out some three point shooters is so slow. It's just it's hard to watch. But you mentioned it, man, Blau. His shot, and then Denny, too. Let me go ahead and spotlight these two, man, uh, because we always said that they are a consistent shot away from being a force in the offense and that. I believe that, man. I mean, Denny, there was one play where um, the shot clock was aspiring, and he sit back there, hit that three, and, I mean, his, his motion looks better. He's, he's got more confidence in his shot. I love what I see from Denny this season on the offensive end, man. He is really coming to his own, man. Um, Same thing with Blau. Blau, that three, he's very comfortable shooting that three-point shot. 
So I don't think we have that long. I mean, yeah, we have years, obviously, to develop him. But as far as him developing that shot, you're start, really starting to see that shot with Bilal. He's really starting to see him drive the lane with a lot more confidence. And he's a dog on the defensive end. Both of them are, man. So I love what I see from the young guys. Uh, Johnny Davis finally got some minutes tonight. I mean, say what you want about the minutes, I guess. Um, looking at the stat line, six minutes. So, <laughs> But four points came in. You know, you look decent. You got a steal. Uh, uh, steal and a block. Yeah, so I mean. Johnny Davis, the, the jury's still out what the long-term outlook is for him. Um, is it one of those situations where after the deadline, maybe that frees up more minutes? Because uh, there's a report that we're going to look at. Um, the West um, kind of mentioned that is a log jam going on, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but here's the thing, though. With DeLon being out, I really think this is a time to kind of give him those minutes, man. But we'll see. After the deadline, maybe they move Shamit. Um, DeLon, you know, maybe it frees up minutes and we'll go from there. But I do... I've always believed that this season he had to sh- he has to show what he has, man, because the front office is evaluating not only veterans but they're evaluating these young guys. You know what is the long term look for Corey Kisper going forward? I mean, offensively, you know he can shoot, but defensively, sometimes he can be a liability. I um, mean, he can be kind of undersized in certain matchups at the two and the three. So we'll see what you know the expectations are for some of these young guys too. But you know, get back to the game, man. I mean, you're not going to beat anybody in the NBA if you can't defend. I mean, I get it. It's a rebuild. I'm ready for a rebuild. I've been through many rebuilds in Washington, let me tell you, between all the major teams, including the Wizards. So I'm rebuilding out. I get it. I'm, I'm ready for that. But like you said, and we said, I, I feel like we've said this every daggone episode, take some pride. That's culture. That's part of rebuilding, man. You don't you don't rebuild and have a trash attitude because it's going to take forever to rebuild. No, you want to build a culture, which is what? Come in and play hard. Play for pride. Play for the name on the front, not the back. You know, clearly Jordan Poole missed that memo. Because sometimes he's a little more worried about the name in the back than the name in the front. I mean, so he's got to mature a little bit, you know, and I know we're going to talk about that, but defense, man, is, is I mean, I know we can say it's got to get better, but will it? I mean, is this pretty much the script for the rest of the year? And I, part of me fears it is. We're going to see this almost every game, man. So, you know, and then really, you know, before we roll the break, man, it's just what's on sale, defensive minded coach, supposedly, defense, third year in a row is abysmal. Mm. I'm running out of I'm running out of things to say, man. I mean, you know, if you come in here with a defensive minded coach and he, he, your players can't defend, I'm just saying. So, right, yeah, we're gonna talk about Bilal and the block that he had on Luca and uh, some of the other guys and Johnny Davis finally getting some minutes. But before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Fanduel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Score early this NFL season and NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, make sure you guys also check out the uh, National Lost uh, Locked On Sports Network. 
national YouTube channel as well. Make sure you guys check that out and subscribe. All right. So what were your thoughts on um, Blau and also Johnny Davis getting minutes? I know you brought up West Huntsville Jr.'s uh, statement, but uh, what was your thought, thoughts about Johnny Davis getting minutes? But it was very, very late in the game. Kind of felt like throwaway minutes. You know, we had some guys playing the G League yeah. today as well. And Eugene had, what, 30 points or something like that today? I mean, he had a heck of a day. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Rollins got to play a little bit towards the end. He scored. He played in the G League earlier. Pat Baldwin played in the G League earlier today. He had 14 points. Uh, so what were your thoughts about Johnny's minutes? Were they kind of like <laughs> garbage minutes, do you feel like? Do you think he could have got earlier in the game just for defensive purpose? Maybe he could. they could have put him on Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, what were your thoughts about uh, Johnny Davis? I mean, I – I definitely garbage minutes, six minutes. I mean, it was at the end of the game. I mean, he definitely had garbage minutes, man. But, you know, I felt like they, you know, with DeLon being out and obviously they're still evaluating what Johnny can do, you know, just for defensive, just for his defense, I thought he should have got more minutes because, look, we get his offensive game, man. You're not going to blow past anybody. Um, He's got to be more tricky with his footwork as far as how he plays offensively. But defensively, he's on point. I mean, definitely see what he can do, at least defensively. So, yeah, I mean, um, somebody kind of made a, a comment on Twitter says, well, he's at the end of the, the rotation for a reason. Well, you know, this shows that he's not very liked as far as rotation wise. I mean, six minutes for a young guy that, that is in year two, you know, you, you, you would think that they were trying to get as many minutes as they can for him because so I, you know, it was obviously garbage minutes, six minutes. It was at the end, you know? So yeah, I would have played him early, man, just because his defensive prize, he can definitely defend in the high level, um, see what he can do. I don't, I don't understand why it's six minutes. I mean, I, so, yeah, it's it's very questionable why he's not getting much playing time. I don't think anybody really knows. I think that, you know, you're looking at the comment from Wes, you know, they're trying to find a way to kind of beat around the bush without saying that I don't want to play the guy. But it doesn't seem like he's a guy that's very well, I don't want to say respected, but he's just not a player that Wes really wants to fit into his rotations. And, you know, what point does the front office get to, get to a situation where it's like, hey, it kind of behooves you to put him in the rotation because – you know, if we're not going to keep the guy, at least give him enough playing time so he can showcase what he can do so we can potentially move him. I mean, you know, you're, it really doesn't – it's not really in our best interest not to play the guy because you still got to try to boost him and see what he can do. Um, I mentioned maybe a change of scenery move. The hot topic in Wizards land is obviously James Wiseman because of the lack of depth of center. Why not? I mean, send Johnny to uh, Detroit, change the scenery move. We got a guy that we're, who's pretty much getting DMPs. Because I don't know what you call six minutes, but it's, pr- it's practically a DMP. I mean, James Wiseman's getting DMP, so why not? Why not swap him? We need another center. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting going forward, man, to see what they do with Johnny. Because I thought personally that this was the perfect time with Delon Wright being out to give him those minutes. So, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he they basically were they did felt feel like throwaway minutes, garbage minutes. I felt like he could have got in a little bit earlier, um, especially going up against Tim Hart. You know looking at yeah. how Tim Hardaway Jr. was shooting the ball and just getting so many open looks. Use Johnny as a defender, man. He got out there, got a steal on Luka, and he went down and scored. Now, he did miss a wide-open layup. Uh, I want to say he hit a jumper or two. He ended up with, what, four points? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just for defensive purposes, uh, I, I would have put him out there. And clearly they don't have a plan for him. He's not a priority, clearly. He had one board, four points, two for three from the field. Yeah, clearly they don't have they don't have a plan for him at all, or that they they're not invest. I'll just say they're not invested in him. You see that yeah. they're invested in Bilal. They certainly have a plan for him. I think they should actually ramp his minutes up. Uh, how many minutes did Bilal get? 
tonight. He ended up with uh, 27. 20, 28 minutes. Yeah, 27, 28 minutes, which is fine. I think I think sooner than later he may end up in the starting lineup. But with DeLon Wright being out, it's just like this is the perfect opportunity for Johnny Davis to play. I get Schmetz there, but at the same time, I mean, you, you want to see what you're with the 10th pick in the draft. Uh, you know, can 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 do give him a chance, but at the same time, we've said this many times before. They didn't draft him, so yeah, they're really not invested in him at all. Uh, his trade value is not going to go up much, but at the same time, they should try to let him play so they could potentially move him if if he's really not in their plans or or in the future at all. But I, I really like what I'm seeing from Bilal, man. He's playing well. He's finishing well. He called it alley oop. Eight boards is impressive. I see a double-double coming very, very soon. Two assists as well. Four for five from the field. Two for two from the three-point line. Still, he's shooting so well from the three, which is just probably the biggest surprise of the season is him shooting so well from the three-point line. I just did not expect that to happen at all. Uh, so I'm very I'm very impressed by that. Corey had a solid game, 12 points, three for seven. Still, once again, defensively, uh, he can't stop anyone. It's just not a surprise at all. Same thing with Gallo. Um, Denny got to the basket a couple times. He took it straight at Luka, which I like that. <laughs> Didn't hesitate at all. Just took it straight to him and scored three for four from the three-point line. And uh, Kyle, like brought it up earlier, Kyle Kuzma struggled six for 18. He was taking out the third quarter pretty early. Then he was putting back in. He started taking it to the basket, scored more, got to the free throw line. Um, Seth Curry, once again, 100%. But uh, Jordan Poole, Tyus, Tyus wasn't bad either. Six for seven. I mean – 12 points, you know, you're, you're not going to get – you're not going to expect an ex, uh, a scoring explosion from him. But, you know, two assists, how many turnovers did he have? He had zero turnovers. So, you know, he did his, you know, assist turnover thing. But, you know, he just doesn't put a lot of pressure on the defense. And then Jordan Poole, man, once again, just getting booed. I mean, it's just it, – it's getting tougher and tougher. He shot a lot of floaters. They were open looks. So, I'm not mad at the floaters. I think yeah. they were open looks. They just weren't falling. Uh, shot a three in transition. I think that's the one where he got booed. Then he shot an air ball as well in the fourth quarter. I, that might have been where he got booed. It was, it was either one of those where he got booed. But um, everything just looks challenging for him right now. Even the open looks, he's just not hitting. He did get a little – he got a little warmed up. Looked like he was going – like he was going to have a solid game around the third quarter. Yeah. But uh, he just has these lapses, man. I, I think – I don't think he had really – I don't think he was like shacked in a fool out there. He just wasn't hitting shots. Like he had open looks. So he, he's, you know, he's just struggling right now. So I, I'm not mad at the decision making that he had tonight, but the shots aren't falling. And, and when it, when it, when he misses, he's, he's missing pretty badly right now. So, um, you know, the fan, the fans gave him a hard time tonight. Yeah. It ain't shacked in the fool. He acting the fool. <laughs> I mean, he's got to step it up, man. I mean, he's got to mature up. Like you, how many games are we in and you getting booed by the home crowd? I mean, it's just, he continues to make these mind numbing plays, man. Like, you know, in, you know, in transition, you want to shoot a three, like, come on, man, you got to stop all that. He's got to mature up, man. You know, he's got to stop acting like a fool. Like I said, he's got to, he's got to step it up. He's got to, he's got to mature up because people are not going to pay their hard earned money to go watch you act like you at the playground, man. Like, you know, this, you got to, I, I I'm running out of reasons to, or I'm running out of things to say to defend him, man. It's, it's like I like Jordan Poole. Um, I I like the acquisition from Golden State. I think he can be an All Star. I think if he really matures, if he really finds his game and where his place is here in DC, he can be successful. But he's trying to be too Hollywood. I I don't <laughs> like every game. You'll see times where it's like, okay, I see that potential with Jordan Poole, and then he'll he'll do something crazy. And it's like, come. What are we doing, man? Like, 
why? <laughs> it just he does these plays where it's like, why would you do that? Like, he's doing too much. I'm just, I'm hoping he figures out, man. I mean, look, Wes, you gotta get on this guy. Get on this guy. You you gotta figure out. You gotta talk to him. You gotta rein this guy in. And I'm looking at Wes. I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma because Kyle Kuzma's de facto leader. Rein him in a little bit. You know, talk to him a little bit, man. Because you know it's, it's funny, and you know, and, but at the same time, it's not, man. Because look, this is serious business. We're rebuilding because we're trying to build this team into a potential a team that can win a championship. You know, you got a guy here acting like that, man. Get his value out. You don't want to be here to move him. You know, because I, I say it time and time again. With this draft and with the needs we have long term, I'm definitely trying to give me another pick in the next year's draft. Mm-hmm. So why not package him and Kuz? And I'm just I'm being real, man. You're like, you know, if he is trying to do all this, he doesn't want to be here. You know, look, I, I said it last episode. Talk to him. Say, look, do what you got to do to boost your value. Play the program and we'll <laughs> move you and we'll send you wherever you want to go. And then you can just you can do it. You can do all that mess somewhere else. But, you know, if he wants to be here long term, he's got to stop all that, man, because. People are running out of things to say to defend them. You know, the, the KP block, you know, you taking a, sh- a three and transition. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard to watch sometimes. But I, I I say this about all the players in the roster, man. I hope he figures it out because he's got way too much talent to waste, man. He's got to figure out because he he could be he could do good things in DC. So mm-hmm. yeah. So um, right now, I mean, he he's I think he I think you're you're just we're just figuring out who who he is. I, I still think he's a super talented player, but I think, you know, on a, on a contender, you know, he was a six man for the Warriors. I just kind of think that's just what he is. You know, maybe he is in, in a Nick Young kind of tier, you know, Nick Young, a former wizard. You see Nick Young on, <laughs> on with the Clippers and other teams being a six man or the Lakers when, yeah. you know, they, they had Kobe, the Lakers were bad at that time, but that's just, you know, Nick Young went crazy. Those games, he had some big games for those teams. But uh, and that's just kind of where I see Jordan Poole is trending towards that direction. Now his trade value is at all time low. You're just not gonna get much. And I, I did, you know, yesterday we talked about his trade value, and I said trade him for a bunch of second round picks and somebody like Kendrick Nunn. I get it. That's not gonna work. You gotta match salaries. I get it. So they're gonna. It's gonna be tough. You know, I, I gotta look at his contract. What is his contract? Because I know he he just got that new contract from the Warriors. I believe so. it's twenty five million for the first year. Yeah, so it, it's gonna be tough to match salaries and make it work. Four years, one hundred twenty eight million dollars. So it's about twenty seven million dollars per year. So he got a he got a nice contract. He got paid well. I thought he, I thought he earned it. Honestly, the way he played with the Warriors, he he was a big part in that finals run. Had a big game with the Grizzlies, thirty one points. Like he had some big games, man. He he played really well at times with the, with the Warriors. So right now, I don't know what it is. It's almost like he lost his Space Jam power. So I, I, it's a long season. I don't see him getting traded before February, honestly, because his trade value is so low at this point. And you're just going to have to attach something or a pick to him to move him. And that's that they're just not going to do that. It's, just, it's almost that. It's it's almost to that point. It's, 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 it's basically going to be a salary dump trade. That's what it's going to be at this point. So you got to let him play it out and uh, get his trade value up. I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to trade him before February. And like I, think, I said, that, that article that came out, the latter, the former, where they brought him in just to, to get his trade value up instead of making him a cornerstone piece, that's what it is, where they want to get his value up. But right now, it's just not working out. I think Kuz is getting his value up. Kuz, is, he's been inconsistent, 6 for 18. Jordan Poole was 6 for 17, so they had a bad shooting night. But Kuz, for the most part, has been he's been productive. He, he's had some big games. That Raptors game, he played well. A couple of wins that we've had, he's played well. Sure, he's been inconsistent. Shot selection is always questionable, but questionable but i think he's been the best player on the team and that's not saying much at all trust me 
but I, I think there's I think there's some contenders that definitely will be looking for Kuzma services. I you know before we roll in the break, man, I, I kind of look at the situation with the Wizards kind of like the Commanders. Um, I think that with the new front office, you're going to see a lot of changes. I don't I don't think you should look too much into these options being picked up because I I mean there's a lot of changes that need to be made, and I think that I've seen enough this year that I I think coaching you need to look for another coach next year. I, this is my humble opinion. You may agree, may not. I mean because. This is the third season that your defense is trash. How many years are we going to try to make this work, man? You know, we gave him a we gave him a roster with veterans. Now we got a rebuilding roster. The defense is abysmal. I mean, Kuz, we know what, you know, eventually we're going to move him. I guess that's the MO of his contract. But you know, Jordan Poole, it behooves us to get his value up because he's got he's got to mature up, man. I mean, you can't do all this Hollywood stuff. It's cute and it's cool and it's and it's a highlight reel when you make it, but you ain't making them. <laughs> you, 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 you just ain't making the shots, man. You know, just be a ball player. You know, it's not you're not an entertainer. You're a ball player. Just, just play ball, man. So that's where I'm at with him, man. So um, we're gonna go ahead and move on. Um, tonight's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. So we spent a lot of time talking together. You and I, we get fired up together on wins and losses. Who starts? Who sits? I'm thankful for that connection we had. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on erectile dysfunction medications. You realize what that means. Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next national disaster or supply chain issue. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your genetics for Cialis or Viagra. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer has this to say about Jace. Quote, I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. And quote, if you or someone you love would like to get a peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your purchase, and I highly recommend Jace Medical. Definitely check them out. I got the I got the kit with the antibiotics, but, I mean, they, they service a lot of medications, so definitely check them out, everybody. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Day is here for your 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Yes, sir. And, you know, maybe Jordan Poole would play better on ball. I know a lot of people brought that up, you know, him playing the point guard position and Bilal playing the two. But honestly, either one hasn't worked out for Jordan Poole. Uh, I do want to see how much has he even played uh in guard this season but yeah e- either one just hasn't really worked out but we're gonna we're gonna get to some comments here before we wrap it up i see a lot of people in the chat there's 81 people in the chat 
right now. Uh, yes, Sheldon T says an erectile disorder as well. So he's right on the money when talking about the Wizards' performance on, D- <laughs> on defense. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Make sure you guys check out Jace Medical, man. Yeah, man. Make sure you guys check it out for sure, especially watching the Wizards for sure. Uh, Fred Fazzo, he says. Fred Fezzo says, I think the NBA should look into the into the Gafford list fourth quarter versus Toronto. Dallas, just a disaster. I mean, bro, it's a disaster out of the way, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like Gafford. What a man who will be stopping as far as the paint. I mean, look at I mean, look at the list of centers he's played. He's played top-tier centers, he's played mid-tier centers, and Derek Live is a rookie. I mean, <laughs> so I, mm. but I agree, you know, um, him not playing the fourth. I don't understand it either. I, I definitely get that, but I mean that's just the thing, man. The, our center depth and center position right now is just is scary bad. Mm. Yeah, Deshaun says he was at the game tonight. Two things: there were more Mavericks fans than Wizards fans. Jordan Poole received boos from the crowd in the fourth quarter. I know Deshaun said something about him playing one hundred seventy-five dollars for the game as well. Salute to you, yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I, I guess you didn't get those Hennessy seats because you probably would have had to pay like five hundred a seat or something like that, but. You know, I hope you had a uh, enjoyable experience other than watching the game. But uh, yeah, we we heard the boo. I heard the boos loud and clear on TV. Yeah, uh, and I'm not surprised there are a lot of Mavericks fans there. Even though the Mavericks, they're not known as a team to have like like when the Celtics dominate the arena. Of course, I'm not surprised. The Celtics have a pretty strong fan base. Yeah. Same thing as the Lakers, the Knicks. Uh, but when you see teams like the Mavericks dominating the stadium, then the, yeah, that that certainly is rock bottom for sure. Uh, but just looking, looking at some of the numbers, Jordan Poole, he's only played point guard 5% of the season. 89% of the time he's played shooting guard. Um, you know, so, I mean, you take that for what whatever whatever it's worth. I mean, maybe they can try him at point guard um, with the second unit with Blau. Wes hasn't tried that yet. Wes hasn't really mixed anything up. And now, he gave Anthony Gill minutes over Johnny Davis today, too. Like, Anthony Gill got in the game before Johnny Davis got in the game. So, I mean, that's just that's just telling there with Wes Unsell Jr. just how he feels about Johnny Davis. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Gill's his homeboy, man. I mean, he, he's mm. going to get minutes regardless. But, um, yeah, Johnny Davis getting not getting minutes, man. I, I don't – maybe there's something behind the scenes. I don't know, man. It is a very questionable move in my opinion. But um, getting back into the – it's crazy, man, because certain teams, like you said, the Dallas Mavericks aren't known as a team that has, like, a lot of fans dispersed. Mm-hmm. And right. I know that D.C., you know, D.C. is kind of a weird city because um, government and a lot of big business here. So a lot of people – live here but aren't from here so you you know especially at commanders games wizards games you see a lot of fans for the other team but we got we got to take that we got to take capital back um one back man we got to take it back mm. we can't have that yeah i mean if we're gonna if, it's, if anybody's gonna boo it's gonna be our fans not right. the Mavericks fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Mavericks fans are cheering they're having a good time luca 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 really didn't have to go back in the fourth and tim hardaway jr actually got hurt and i thought it was risky that jason kidd put their starters back in like Derek jones was back in the game Put Luca back in the game. Luca barely played in third quarter. Really didn't need to. I, I I thought it was very very risky that I don't. It's not like I care, but I thought it was very risky that Jason Kidd put his starters back in there like that. Uh, but you know it, it is what it is. Uh, Miriam's. This is a funny conversation in the chat. Miriam says, "What was Pool booed for?" Lamar Odom says, "For being terrible. That's why." I'm not going to say the word. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting. The guy's name is Lamar Odom with a terrible terrible Tony Romo profile picture as well uh but the truth says daniel gafford with zero care or effort sucks to see can't believe we let Derek lively look like Shaq. yeah Derek lively is a rookie man he was putting in that work so 
I feel you on that. But I mean, here's the thing: the people are just tired, man. I mean, it's it's okay to have you know flashy moves and all that, and it's good to see that he has that type of potential. But I mean, when you're losing and you're not that good, you just want to see you play ball, play hard. That's it. When you're flashing all that, man, it's just people don't want to see you be immature and get blown out by thirty, man. It's just not a good look. So mm-hmm. it's not a surprise, man. I, I hate that this happening to him because he's still a young guy. You know what I mean? He's coming to a new city. Um, I hate to see that is after how many games he's getting booed. I hate to mm-hmm. see that. But in the same token, you know, they're doing that for a reason, man. So just figure it out. Like I said, I'm looking at Wes. I'm looking at Kyle Kuzma, man. Talk to him. Work with him. You know, help him out, man, and try to get him straight. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I, I still think he's a dominant rough, man. Now, you know, you're saying that he could be a six-man. I'm starting to really believe that. I mean – you know, we looked in, we talked about it last episode, man, looking at the trade. You know, at first it was like, okay, we get a young player with a lot of upside, but now it's like, why were they so lenient to give him away? Like, and now you you start to see a lot of these bad, you know, bad body language and signals, man. So mm. I'm hoping he figures it out. I really do, man. Yeah, I think he's really in that um that genre or that group as far as like Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson is a starter, I want to say, but I know he's been the sixth man. He, he he fluctuates between starting and coming off the bench for the Jazz. Like Jordan Clarkson, uh, Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, I was going to say Cam Thomas, but Cam Thomas was having a heck of a season. He's having a way better year than, than Jordan Poole at this point. Uh, it's only been a couple of games, but yeah, just guys like that. Uh, Clarkson, those those are the guys where I think he 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 may be in that group, honestly, where he where he's fallen in that group where just coming off the bench, bucket score, a bucket getter, microwave score. I think that that that's just where his uh, career may end up going, which is not a bad thing at all. You know, I think at one point, you know, we were before the season started, we were like, can this guy be a cornerstone guy? The whole Kevin Garnett comments, can he be the next James Harden? I think we're starting to figure things out, but I, I don't want to come to conclusions 10 games in the season. It looks like most of the fan base has already done that, and it looks like the crowded stadium has certainly already uh, made a decision on how they feel about Jordan Poole so far. Uh, but, yeah, Stuart O'Flaherty o- says they're playing summer league defense. They won't win 15 games rebounding and playing defense like that. Shemette Poole and Jones couldn't stop a high school kid. Everything you said is, is factual. Um, I – the over under was 24 and a half. I'm very upset at myself because I was on FanDuel just looking at it before it was, bef- it was this, it was the day of the NBA season starting. It was the doubleheader on TNT. I forgot who, I think it was the Lakers and the Nuggets. And there was another yeah. game. It was a doubleheader. And right before the game, they still had it up. And I was like 24 and a half, the under, it was like minus 125 or something like that. And I was like, man, I should have took that. I should have, because <laughs> I really don't know it. T- the over under now probably should be 10. I know they don't do it anymore because the season already started. But over under is probably ten right now. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> it is man, it's just I. You know, I think everybody came is coming to the same conclusion, man. This is what we're gonna see all year. Which I, I get it, man. Um, it's a rebuild, man. It's just I just want to see effort. Um, but look at that pool. I, I agree with you with um your comparison to Jordan Clarkson. I think that's a really good comparison. But I do have a problem with that because we're paying him twenty five million dollars, mm-hmm. and that's just the first year of the deal. I'm not paying 25 plus for a six man, you know, and so that's that salary alone is why that's an issue because um that kind of sheds a new high, you know, light on the trade. Now, at first we thought we were getting a guy who could be a starter for years. Now we're talking about a six man, and we're paying him 25 mil, and that's the minimum because I believe it goes up to 28, and then to 30, then 35 for four years. So mm-hmm. it behooves this team to get him straight, man. It really does, because if not, this is a bad contract. 
this right now is starting to look like a bad contract. So I'm a, I'm hoping he figures it out. I really do. I really mm-hmm. fi- I hope he figures it out, man. Yeah. No, I'm rooting for the guy. I want to see nothing but success for him right now. And players go through slumps. It's a it's a different scenery, different coaching staff, just a lot of different different parts, moving parts for him for sure. So um, yeah. We'll we'll see if he can get it together before before February. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, let's see here. If there's any other comments we want to look at? Um, Billy Shoker. We'll probably end on that because of course he had to get that joke in with last night. Uh, Draymond Green putting Rudy Gobert in a headlock. Jay, Draymond Green got suspended five games. Personally, I think I I was saying no more than ten. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think ten would have been appropriate. It would have been fine. It was really out of nowhere. He, he clear. They don't like each other. There's past history between him and Gobert, and Draymond's Draymond. You know, he does stuff like stepping on Sabonis' chest, hitting guys does, in the. Does Draymond you know, like anybody? Like, does right. he have any friends, man? Like, <laughs> he, he likes Steph. Steph has gotten him paid so much, so he should be man. thanking Steph a lot for where he's at right now. Same thing with Clay. He should be thanking Steph for any contract that he gets. Yeah, that was wild, man. <laughs> he straight up put Gobert in the mm-hmm. I mean, that's wild. I mean, he's got a long list of things he's done, man. I mean, uh, Stephen Adams, man, people forget him kicking him in the nuts. I don't know how many times, man. I don't forget about that, yeah. <laughs> LeBron saying. getting suspended in the finals for that. Oh. Stephen Sabonis' chest. I mean, numerous, numerous things that you, you bring up with, with, uh, with J-Mo for sure. So uh, putting, putting Jordan Bull in a headlock, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> You know who who do we play next? Let me see because this this was the game where I was like he can have a big game because Dallas's yeah. defense is awful and they give up. They're just like us. They're like bottom five in defensive rating, bottom five in points in the paint allowed. Like they're bottom five in every statistical defensive category like we are. Um, but who who do we play next? We'll, we'll uh, New York tomorrow, uh, Friday night, New York at home. New York Knicks. Okay, so, well. It's an opportunity for him because you know I know it's preseason, but last time he played up, last time he played the Knicks, he put up forty. So maybe he can get to twenty five. That's 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 optimistic for him now. Oh, hey, hey, I know we're about to roll, man. But that's one more comment that just popped up. Mm-hmm. We got to highlight this, man. Um, Peacefully, reality says y'all blame a pool like the Wizards were this great team before he came, and he has somehow messed things up. Stop it. You gotta stop it, man. Like, come on, man. I know we're not that good, man, but come on. Like, you gotta blame Pool. He's trying to be Hollywood, he's getting swatted. Like, I I say the time and time again, man. Look, I hope he figures it out, but come on, man. I don't see how you look at any of these games and don't have any kind of criticism about Pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think peace of reality is a, he might be responding to the other people's comments. But yeah, we're we're not we're not blaming Pool at all. We're just we're just calling it how we see it. Not playing good ball right now. I think if you talk to him and interview him, he'd probably say the same thing. He's not playing his best basketball right now. And you know, I I, I wouldn't have booed him. I would not have done that. I don't. I usually, you know, I mean, I I would not have booed him. You know, the only time I think I booed the Commanders when we went to the game and they were playing so bad against the Bears. But I would have mess out of him, man. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would have booed him until my voice uh, went out, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's somebody, man. Everybody gets to yeah. smoke. <laughs> you know, so I mean, I don't I personally I wouldn't have booed him because I, I still believe he can bounce back. He can play he needs to play better than what he's playing right now. But personally, I would have booed him. So I mean, because peace of reality saying we're blaming pool. I'm not blaming pool. We talked about West, you know, where a lot of the offense is isolation. After the after the first half, 
the first half, he draws up a lot of good plays. That's why we're always winning in the first half. Tonight, we just got blown anyway. But you look at the Raptors, when the game slows down, West makes no adjustments. So some of it, some of it, you know, West hasn't put guys in the best situation either. But no, pool 100%. Some of his bad plays on him. So I get, I get the booze. I, I 100% get the booze. I do. I understand them. But I'm not blaming pool for us being bad. Yeah, we're just not, the roster's just not good. Yeah, it's not just solely on pool, man. It's coaching. It's, I think, that... <laughs> y'all saying boo that man. Y'all got the tomatoes out and everything. Nah, I mean, you know, don't do that to that man. You know, um, definitely appreciate the comment, man. It's just, I mean, pool is a is a piece of the frustration, man. But it's it's a lot of people you can blame, man. I mean, I, to me, it's a lot a lot to do with coaching. I mean, you can you get you can't look at his team and not look at the coaching staff. I'm not the coach step. West Sunsell Junior, man, the lack of adjustments. I mean, that's a whole nother episode, but. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be a long year, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I can and, say. And Daryl, yes, Daryl, Daryl Hardy, thank you for for watching the show all the time. Of course, yes, we get the fact that that West is on sale. We get it. Yes, we understand. We say it every time we say trust the process. Before everything I say, I say trust the process. Of course, because we're just they 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 didn't even get a backup big man. So that's telling that they they're not trying to win because they only put they're only putting Gafford out there. They got Gallo at backup center. So they're clearly not trying to win games. We know this. Once they traded Bill and Porzingis, all those guys, we already knew the direction of the team. And uh, this is what a lot of us wanted. So we're looking forward to the draft. Um, a lot of people talk about Alex Saar. You know, so we'll see that in two yeah. years from now. Yes. Uh, the young man from Duke. Um, I'm Cooper Flag. You got Boozer's son as well. So you got a couple guys coming up in the next couple of years. You got uh, Collier, Isaiah Collier. So, yeah, it's time to certainly, certainly, certainly look at uh, the draft. For sure. But Wes, you know, we can go on and on and on. Wes's option shouldn't have been picked up, but we'll talk more later. We just want to thank you guys for coming in. Brandon, is there anything else you want to talk about or look at? Uh, no, nah, I mean, Daryl Hardy, um, you're absolutely correct. But that's the thing. We, 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 You know, me and E both said, look, we're ready for a rebuild. We know the process of a rebuild. It's not the fact that we're losing that's a problem to me. It is just the fact that there's no heart. There's no, you know, you know it's one thing to try hard and work hard and, and lose. I can take that. But to just lay down and not care, that's what I can't take. So, no, I, I definitely appreciate the comment, man. It's just it's, – it's the fashion how they're losing, man. I, I get they're going to lose a lot more than they're going to win. It's just the fashion, man. Have some pride, man. You know, it's like getting your butt kicked, man. There's one thing getting in fetal position and crying. But but it, it's, it's different than you sit there and be a man and, and take the beating. I mean, you know, at least try to fight back. So that's where I'm at with it, mm-hmm. man. Definitely, yeah. We just want to thank you guys for making a lot of time. We're just your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.